0: Are you not entertained? Quiet numbskulls, I'm
1: broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press
2: Podcast, this is episode 265. And it's Tuesday, January 22nd, 2019.
1: We have some feedback, and it's not something that we were able to resolve today, but there's been, at least I don't think so, unless it's, there's been extra noise between the pauses. Hopefully, by the time I go to edit this, there won't be an annoying sound of additional volume, kind of like the volume's being cranked up really far in your vehicle. If you're
2: hearing like a, like, almost like you're hearing white noise just suddenly spike.
1: But make sure you're talking to the microphone, Layton. I'm trying. Don't look at me. I'm not. Look at the mic. Look at the listeners. With your words, anyway, today on our Kanban board, there's three things to get to. Obviously, there's the tease from the week before about a subway fiasco. There's a tech tip from me about custom page breaks on Google Sheets.
2: Ooh, how exciting! If that
1: doesn't get your motor going. I don't know what will. And then there is a green uh, block on today's podcast column. And if you know anything about our Kanban board, green is for guest. And today's guest is someone close to Jeff's heart, and it's a Person and the name of that person is Louisa. So, Hi. Th- this, uh, yeah, this is the first time that that luisa has been on the podcast, right? Yes, we've had all of our other significant others on the podcast, we have, mm hmm. And so, it's just fitting that uh, Louisa's on the podcast today. Normally, when we have a guest on, at least when we had Carmen on, I don't remember if, if we did for Carrie, but we played the game, that, the, 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 yes. the yes, no oh, game, yeah. The
3: yes, no game show, yes, but, no. I don't think we have time for that today. I don't think we have time either. Since we were trying to figure out this tech issue. (sighs) Louisa was just sitting over there laughing at us the whole time.
1: Uh, Speaking of tech issues and feedback, Layton, did you ever get an answer about the YNAB app and the problem
2: that I had? No. 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 We never – Tony never responded back.
3: So there you (sighs) go. Well – We know our fans let us down just as much as we let them down. That's not true, Jeff. Okay. Slightly less than we let them down. Uh, Today was the last day to vote
1: on the poll question that we had. So let's quickly do that. And then, of course, um, I'm going to let Jeff handle more about Louisa. And obviously the listeners know about Louisa because Jeff has talked about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure what all Jeff wants to talk about or discuss or share today. Yeah, what ideas... Are you wanting to go into, Jeff? But the poll question from a few weeks ago uh, is over. At least I believe it's over. You might be able to vote for a few more hours on Tuesday, but but practically At this point, it doesn't matter.
3: Actually, it never did matter.
1: And uh, it's been, yes, pretty much, do you guys want to keep it the same with a little bit of spirituality here and there sprinkled in, but primarily focused on humor? It was 70% wanted it to stay the same. Wow. Actually,
3: I have some feedback that goes along with that. Uh, my sister Jenna uh, told me that she didn't vote because she didn't know how which way to vote. She didn't know if was she, she wanted more or less. She was torn between the two options.
1: It was her guilt that got the best of her because she knew what she should have said.
3: What she what she was it just saying. Same. What she was saying deep <laughs> down inside was she trusts us.
1: No, to she, handle had, the podcast she had well. an angel on one shoulder. And something that's not an angel the <laughs> on the other <laughs> shoulder. And on the other shoulder. We did have an additional comment. Ken Miller said, no, I like it. I like the way you do things now. If more spiritual comes up, that's okay. Your intro says where we discuss events from our lives. So, and clearly we've talked about spiritual and, and serious things in the past. And we yeah. will definitely continue to do
2: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Perhaps in more book reviews.
1: Yeah, I, I will never let you forget how you shot down my idea of having a book review. And then the
2: first book review on this podcast is done by Layton. No, that's not true. We talked about other books before that book. We, we, we talked about, uh, what's that, lead for God's sake. You did like yeah. pretty much review yeah, about that did, book. Yeah, you pretty
3: much did a review on that book.
2: So just because I said no doesn't mean that you actually listened to me.
1: <laughs> I would have forgotten that. There you go. All right, uh, Jeff, I'll hand the reins over to you. Uh oh. Oh,
3: well, um, Buckle as up, everyone. was mentioned, uh, today we have my girlfriend, Louisa, on the podcast. Um, a little background about us we met two and a half years ago, roughly.
0: Yeah, I think so.
3: Yep. And we've been dating for just over 11 months. Um, it's been going well. <coughs> um, so yeah, basically, I asked her to be on the podcast today. Um, because just to give you guys an idea of who she is and where she's from, that kind of stuff. so um, I mean, you did counsel us and ask if we thought it would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, I was actually he didn't to... counsel
2: us. He asked us for our counsel.
3: I, uh, yeah, <laughs> about 15 minutes before the podcast. Yeah. but yeah, yeah, but to tell you guys the truth, I knew you guys would be okay with it, and so I was actually talking to Luis at the same time, saying, "Hey, you, you should come on the podcast.: Also, you didn't know about it either.
0: No, I just...
1: Wow.
3: I, wow, bless
0: you for being so, so courageous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so last minute. That's
2: the name of the game at this, on this podcast.
0: All it's right, just... well, I guess I'll fit right in. Oh, absolutely.
3: So, Louisa, you uh, have a little bit more of an interesting history than some of us local Mennonites. Um, so tell us about um, your, where you grew up, your early childhood, and how you came to uh, live in Chipshuanaa.
0: Alright, so um, my dad was born in Belize, in Spanish Lookout, um, and he was part of the Russian Mennonite group there, and Mm -hmm. so he grew up in a colony um, there, and then when he was about 14, he left with his family and a bunch of other Russian Mennonites, and they moved to Costa Rica, where they um, purposed to um, evangelize through colonization, so they just um moved there and bought a giant tract of land and divided it out among themselves and started businesses and so um, they're not missionaries in the sense of somebody supporting them from back home. They just live there, work there, interacted there. And now there are lots and lots of um, Mennonites there and they are not um, they don't operate on a mission basis. So that's the setting I grew up in. Um, so is
1: it very similar to northern Indiana or is it is it how is it how is it different? Um Aside from obviously, I mean, the culture would probably play a big part of it too.
0: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, it's tropical. And we actually lived in a rainforest area. So, um, like, the houses are open and there are snakes around all the time. And we often had snakes in our houses and things like that. Um, the wildlife is different, um, the food culture is different. So, I grew up eating rice and beans and chicken. And that's still what I love above steak. And (laughs) Jeff, I'm sensing some problems. She just took a stab at me. Yeah, that's right.
1: At least you know it wasn't a steak knife.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure what else you want to hear about the culture, but
1: (laughs) um, would you? Is it? Is it? Was it small town feel? Kind of like living around Napanee, Shipshawana area.
0: Um, yeah, probably a little bit more small town. Um, I grew up a lot more separate from the um. Um, the like the town, like we all lived outside of town, so not living in town, um, and we all lived within walking distance of each other. Like my entire church, you could walk to anybody's house in fifteen minutes.
1: Wow, so not a, not a lot of privacy then. Um,
0: I guess well, I didn't it, think about it. Heavily
1: wooded. Well, I <laughs> get it. <laughs> I mean, no, like but you yeah, just...
0: you yeah, people did live closer. Okay. okay. Um,
1: how long? How old were you then when you moved to uh, Shipshawana?
0: I was six years old.
1: Okay, so you do. How well do you remember it, or Um, what?
0: I don't remember a whole lot.
1: Okay. Have you been back? Yes. Since then, okay.
0: I go back frequently.
1: And do you have a lot of family that
2: is still there?
0: Yep. Um, most of my dad's side and a lot of my mom's side as well.
2: How developed is it down there? Like, do they have like plumbing and stuff? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, That's probably okay. Uh,
3: About around the
0: time I was born, they still use radios to communicate. Wow.
2: like phones, uh, phone lines, or anything right. like that, but but now they do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> uh, Costa Rica is one of the most developed countries of, in Central America. There
2: you so. in. No, I've never been. I mean, I've been to the closest thing that I've been to that is Honduras. Yeah.
1: Well, I would say there's a big difference between Honduras and Costa Rica. Okay, I've never
2: been to Costa Rica. I haven't even been to Haiti, so, and that like, have you been? Have, has everyone else been to Haiti? Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to Haiti. Oh, okay. I've just been there twice.
3: Yep. Wow. It's um, it's definitely uh, not as developed as Costa Rica. Gotcha. All
1: right, well, let's keep on moving. We yeah. are we're on a tight schedule. Yeah, tight. <laughs> in right. fact, we'll probably have to have we will have Luisa back again because. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but- so, um, so you grew up in Costa Rica. You moved to the states, um, and obviously we met somewhere along the line. Um, but during that time, you became a teacher at UCS. Yes. And tell us a little bit about you mean while you were dating. Actually, before just before we started dating. Oh, okay. Um,
0: so, just before like eight months.
3: Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, so so tell us about like why you chose to become a teacher. What um, what you wanted to get out of. It, how the opportunity for UCS came up. You know that type of stuff. And then also, if tell us if you have any uh, interesting stories that you're willing to share about your uh, students.
0: All right. So um, I became a teacher because I always wanted to be a teacher. That was my lifelong dream and um, a lot of people in my family had been teachers in the past and I was very exposed to the teacher life and um, I remember in high school or yeah in high school I started like attending conferences like teacher conferences that I could get into even though I wasn't a teacher and mm-hmm. just things like that because I was very interested in pursuing that and as a child I was constantly teaching everybody everything that I learned I would come home from school and teach my little brothers and they became the scapegoats of (laughs) my um, teaching Hmm.
1: was there any certain subject that you wanted to teach or age group or was it just open
0: um I wanted upper like upper elementary like five six seven was kind of my goal
1: okay I mean, that's who you're teaching now, right? Seventh and eighth graders. Well,
0: seventh and eighth, and then I also have seven um, to twelve English and Spanish. Wow. So I have a lot older um, children than I had planned earlier. Uh,
1: for me, I don't think I could handle first through fourth graders. Probably yeah. even probably even fifth graders. Uh, I have a lot of patience for some things, but children,
2: I, I just don't think I had the patience. I don't think I can handle teaching. <laughs>
0: The nice thing about lower <laughs> elementary is that everybody adores you. You're very adored. Mm. And when you teach upper elementary and high school, you're less adored. So That's that true. comes with its um, yeah. problems as well.
1: Mm. Mhm. Yeah. Um Jeff, being d- since you're dating a teacher, have you felt any of that some like resentment like uh Jeff's dating the teacher? Um because you're going to, you're going to church and in the youth group
3: <clears> with some of these students. Yeah, yeah. I guess I probably haven't... I don't think I've really felt resentment about it. Um, I've... But I have felt like that um, some of the people that are Luis's students are like, you know, intentionally don't tell me some things that they would normally just because they know that I would probably be offended. But (laughs) actually, I probably wouldn't actually be offended, but they think that I might be offended. So... Has she ever
2: told you any stories about like a certain student or some students? And then... You, like, go to that student then at, like, a youth function, and you're like, hey, Luisa told me what happened this past week. You're, no. better shape know, up.
3: I've actually never <laughs> done that, you know, and actually, oh. I think of, like, the bad things that I've heard. I've heard worse things f- directly from Luisa's students that I haven't told her.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh. Hidden secrets. Oh, things my. that
3: she probably already knows, but... That, oh.
1: Now, that should be a segment on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> secrets from the classroom.
3: Yeah, and it's just because I I, I didn't do that because uh, I I necessarily felt like it should be hidden from her. I just did it because you know I wanted to kind of respect the, the guy's privacy and still make them feel comfortable like being friends with me. Now you know so, it's a guy. <laughs> well, the girls you don't have any. Uh, the girls girl would normally confide in my, you, in, you in my peer group. Anyways, so yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man. No, but yeah, there's, um, yeah, some some interesting things go on in school, that's for sure. Mm. But, um, yeah.
1: For another episode, maybe in a few years from now when yeah. everyone is is older and Graduated. mature and not <laughs> in school anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is your second year teaching.
1: That's correct. Um, yeah. Do you plan on being, would you like to teach for the next 10 years, or is it something where you can handle another year or two, but you're getting kind of, finished with with that's a really personal question
0: <laughs> oh, hey. um, I think that um, if I were to teach for the next 10 years I would um, stop and then go for more education okay. because oh, okay. I really love learning and I would really love to go to college okay so if I plan to teach forever I will do that first
1: And would you always want to teach at like a church school or would you be open to or want to teach at a public school high school or elementary school
0: Um, I would prefer teaching at a Christian school. Um, I think I would feel restricted if I couldn't um, talk about my Christian worldview.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. And I feel like it's, like, my ministry to the Anabaptist people. Uh Uh-huh. And that's where I want to be, so. Okay. Cool. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, Jeff. What do you have next? Yeah,
3: so, yeah, that was basically all I had as far as, like, introductory questions.
0: I didn't so. share a funny story. Yeah, do you have oh, yeah, any funny I stories? I was trying to think of one. If you chatter a little bit longer, I might be able to think of one. Well, okay. Layton,
3: why don't you tell your Subway story? All right, yeah. yeah. Actually, first okay. we should get to this coffee. Oh, yeah. Because it's almost cold. It's almost all. It's almost empty. Is it from Main Street? This is not from Main Street.
1: Not from our sponsor,
2: MainStreetRoasters.com? No. Nope. I wonder if they have any events coming up. I
1: don't know, but they always have, a, at the bottom of their website, they have a little bar
3: mm-hmm.
1: with a special discount for... A specific coffee flavor that week, hmm. oh,
3: like a discount coffee of that's the week. Handy so, to yeah, so, so basically they just pick whatever they have the most of and discount. No, actually that's what all retailers do. If you go somewhere that they have a sale, <coughs> that's what it is. So just so you know, you think that forty nine cent chicken is great? Well, it's uh, probably been sitting in the freezer for two months. Yeah, well at least it was in the freezer.
2: <laughs> so coffee, coffee that's not for mainstream. It's not flavored.
1: I like it. It tastes a little muddy.
2: Yeah.
3: Not quite as uh, it earthy. it's the uh, it's the the Yeah, it's it's truly bringing out the potential of the French press in that it has that it like lets the fines go through the screen and in embed themselves in the coffee. I don't know what the word is. Not embed. Mm. But whatever, you get the picture. Yeah. There's little floaters, like really really fine floaters.
1: I don't know. I think this is probably a central american coffee. It's still smooth, it's just not very refined clean like it just tastes
3: earthy yeah yeah it tastes very earthy uh this is and i think that's because it is a a dark roast coffee so this is uh coffee from my mom got this for me for christmas Mm. um and she did some searching online for the best coffee out there and so she got me this. And its I would say it's really good coffee. It's I mean, good, I, yeah. I really like it. Oh, it's coffee spelled with a K. Yeah. It's not
1: even—it's not huh. too
3: strong, even though it's a dark roast. It's not yeah, like it's, it's too like strong. a very, very good dark roast. And I, I prefer dark roast coffee. And so this is like right up my alley.
1: I think it would be better if it would be in a normal uh, drip coffee maker instead, yeah, of instead of the French press. Yeah, probably instead
3: of the French press, yeah. But this is from Coffee Cult, spelled with Ks instead of Cs, even though... Both of those words could be correctly spelled with a C, mm. um, kind of like country cabinets. Yeah. Huh. Or, I uh,
2: hate that.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> As a teacher, I'm sure it drives you nuts. Uh, <laughs>
3: it's like I, I get it if you like want to do it. Like if one of the words would be spelled with a C or a K. Yeah. But For both both of them. We, yeah. Should we do that even...
2: with the French press? We could like spell French with like a
0: P H. Yeah, P H R. Oh, yeah, French. You French.
3: <laughs> French, French press. press. Oh. PPP. Uh Yeah, that's just awkward. It doesn't even
1: bother me as much when they remove a letter that is supposed to be there. Maybe in... Uh, coffee. Well, often if it ends, it ends in <laughs> ER, sometimes they remove the E and just leave the R. Coffer. Well, I'm not talking about coffee, but oh. I'm talking about just mm-hmm. other, other brand names. Yeah. I can't think of one right now. Um, but if painter would be one. If you, just pe- P... Ho- P- Painter. AINTR. True.
3: Paint paint.
1: Anyway, where's this
2: coffee from, Jeff?
3: This coffee is uh, from, from Hollywood. Hollywood. Whoa. Hollywood, Florida.
2: Oh. oh. <laughs> Imagine so. we could we could be tasting the same grounds that Brad Pitt drinks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it says we roast the top 2% 2% specialty coffees in the world. So obviously it's in the top 2%. But knowing how much coffee is out there that doesn't really speak very well to me, but anyways, I would recommend this coffee. I really like it. Um, yeah.
1: At, at some point, I do want to talk to you, Jeff, about coffee makers. Uh, at home, we need a new coffee maker. Mm. We have my wife's coffee maker, and she got it when uh, she was—it's at least five or six years old, and it's white, and so it's gotten stained. And the, when you pour coffee out, it comes out of the side because the handle has shifted on the glass. Uh, um, container uh-huh. yeah. it, it's just a mess it, it's it's made me angry one too many times mm-hmm. and so i was talking with coworker jack and he's a big uh coffee foodie yeah he, he loves making coffee and he talks about the jeff. the bloom i think he's even more of a coffee
3: uh, foodie that, than jeff he's probably um <sighs> competition yeah in the workplace he probably let me t- let me put it this way
1: he emailed me we were talking about coffee makers and he told me which one he has and uh it's actually got a special pump a lot of coffee makers as water gets hot it then yeah you know, uh, puts ejects the mm-hmm. water onto the mm-hmm. coffee well the one that he has it heats it and then uh it actually has a pump that puts water into the onto the coffee and then you can set it so that you let it bloom for however long you want yeah to. and that way it's like always exactly the same
3: mm-hmm. amount
1: and time he okay and okay he, when he emailed he said hey I like this website because they review coffee makers and they have a very scientific approach.
3: Yeah yeah here here is here is the difference between me and Jack. Um, and I would say Jack and I Jack and I.
0: No between yeah. is a preposition. Oh man oh, it's okay. I just got schooled. <laughs>
3: so uh, uh, okay so so the difference is I would say that Jack has an extremely scientific approach um, to everything. And, and so that's like, you know, he's, he's really good at choosing the best of the best. And, and for that reason, he is incredibly knowledgeable about coffee, probably as knowledgeable or possibly even more knowledgeable than I am. Mm, I don't know. Santa but Landa. But he also doesn't want to spend the time that it takes to do coffee, prepare coffee the way that I would normally would prepare for myself at home. And so he goes for the automated things. That that do it the very best. While I am sitting there at home heating water on a stove and pouring it over one cup at a time,
0: because you're more artistic, right?
3: Yeah. So yeah.
1: would you say so that's not the same then, Jeff? Because unless you have, a, do you hold a stopwatch when you're pouring the coffee to make sure it's exact? I actually the same?
3: have a timer app on my phone, but and Jeff. actually I have I have an app that you you plug in how much coffee, how strong you want it, and. It tells you how long to brew it and how much water to use.
1: Did you know, Jeff, that when you – it will give a different flavor if you pour enough coffee, enough water onto the coffee to let it bloom. Mm-hmm. And then have you heard of waiting to let it bloom for a little bit yeah. b- before you pour the rest of it in?
3: Yeah. All right, that was a new, new well, thing no, for me. No, this is, Jeff does this, is, that every this is what I did. Jeff does that every you know, single week. No, I don't anymore because this is what happened. We complained about it. You complained about <laughs> yeah, it. I would bloom insane. this coffee in the French press, and then Ruben and Layton, <laughs> and so that's, I decided, you sound. know what, I'll just pour it in. Hmm. And so I do that, that now. Yeah, that's exactly and what And actually, in, in in reality, it makes a very small difference. Right. But there is a difference. There's... I think I think
2: the best way to describe the difference between you and Jack, at, in your approach to not just coffee but probably things when it comes to also food, is that you know he does things the scientific way, mm-hmm. scientifically what is the best. You do things us, <laughs> sophisticatedly. Yeah. Um, so if it's sophisticated, what's the best way
3: to do it? Or mm-hmm. What's
2: how can I? We make both this the we most both strive. We way? both
3: strive for excellence. Yeah. And so probably achieve an end result that's similar. But I choose to do things because I enjoy the process. Right. Whereas he chooses to do things because he his end goal is always quality, and mm. so he will just shoot for the best every time. Mm. He wants the result. You want the process. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Luis, so, are you offended if we wait for next time for you to tell your funny story? That is
0: perfectly fine. Because...
1: I hate being late. I like being on time, and there's uh, another someone waiting outside to record another podcast, and uh, so we rambled on a little too long about.
3: Oh. And we didn't even get to the coffee. subway story.
1: And we didn't get to the subway again. story again. But that's okay. This is like the guys. Some things are best when you wait for them. I don't know what.
3: <sighs> hey, that, that should be our new T-shirt.
1: Some Things are best when you wait for them because,
3: like, there's tons of stuff on this podcast that we promise that we never deliver or deliver super late. All right, Layden. But by the way, guys, don't forget. Smash that Amazon link. You can find this coffee on the Amazon link. Coffee cult. Coffee cult with Ks. Are are we
2: still planning on going on the the French Express? You mean next year? Oh. Anyway, what's the point, Leighton? The point is that uh, this week, Ruben got schooled. And what's our word of the week? School.